was life. The coach said they pretty good. We got a ball tonight. We ready. Once they tip it up, it's going up. We ready. Once they tip it up, it's going up. Nah, I can't dribble too much on time. Has Ben's podcast episode 42. 42, man. What's the what's your favorite 42, man? Uh Mike. Is it Kevin Love? Is, is he 42? Uh Hank Aaron, man. Hank Aaron? Okay. We're gonna call Jagger it Hammering. Who? Jagger Robinson, wasn't it? Oh yeah. What's Jagger <laughs> Robinson? 42. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> Look, there we go. What was Hank Aaron? Hank Aaron like 24, wasn't he? Ah, You're terrible. So we're going to go ahead. Has been his podcast episode 42. <laughs> the, not, the not Hank Aaron edition, man. We got you. I'm, <laughs> I'm but, sorry. I, I, I'm in the movie 42. I just forgot. Hank, Hank Aaron 44, I think. He, nah. He's anything but 42. We know that. So, man, it's your boy Cam Will, man. We back at it again with another episode, man. I'm, I'm checking in, man. Area 24, Mike, Area 24 is coming together. I'm excited, man. I'm ready to look, bro, I mean, it look, it look dangerous in here, man. Episode, I mean, not episode, Area 24, man, coming soon. Maybe next episode, Mike, I'm busting my ass over here, though, trying to get it together, man. And, you know, we got your boy Mike Reddick in the building. What's good, Mike? You in the building? You know, roll top. There you go. And, uh, man, we got a special guest in the building, man, from my, well, First and foremost, I don't want to. I don't want to start with Facebook, man. Look at this shirt, man, from the illustrious Tuskegee University, man. Part of our Facebook community, man. Wildcard Sports Talk, man. Big supporter, man. Uh, I don't want to tell everything about him. I'm gonna let him talk about himself. But man, my boy Zach, man, what's good, bro? Going on, man. I appreciate you having me on today. Nothing too special about myself. I'm from Mobile, Alabama, living in Cleveland, Ohio, right now. Uh, Cleveland. I'm going to act like I'm, I'm the, the, the dopest athlete ever, but I, I got some some playing experience under my belt, basketball, baseball, and football. So I'm, I'm a little knowledgeable. Okay, okay. We're going to see, man. We go, we we take it anywhere on this show, man. We don't, we don't, we don't hold anything. Nothing's off limits here, man. We're we going to take it everywhere, man. We're going we gonna, to we gonna go sports. We're going to go, Mike, you see, he started off wrong. We can, we. It go everywhere here, man. Um, but we gonna we gonna we gonna tap in real quick, man. Let me uh get through the the particulars, man. Where can they find us at, Mike? They can find us. Never hey, mind. You... Nope, 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 nope. Actually, no, 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 no. I don't trust you this week. I don't trust okay. you this week. So let me let y'all know where we can find us at, man. You can find us, man, on social media, man, at Wildcard Sports, man. And make sure, man. This is the big thing, man. We on the comeback. We coming back with sports, man. It's like right on time. We got Area 24, the has-beens pod. We coming back right in time, man. So y'all got to make sure y'all tap in to YouTube, Wildcard TV, man. Tap in there. Everything you're going to need to find upcoming content, man, I got. I'm looking at all type of stuff right now, man. The helmet stickers on the way, Mike. Can wheel, can't ball on the way, man. We got videos. Okay. We got more content coming. We got more episodes coming. We got everything coming. So you got to catch us on Wildcard Sports on all your platforms and Wildcard TV on YouTube, man. So, you know, if you're watching on YouTube, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't had a volume right. If you're watching on YouTube, man, make sure you, and if you're not on YouTube and you're listening to us on your favorite podcast streaming platform, because we are available there on all major platforms, if you're on there, get off of there, get on YouTube and, 
and then that's gonna be just yes, like sir. that, man. You know, it's simple. Um, we gotta pay some bills, Mike. Get get all this out the way, man. Get all this out the way so we can get started. Uh, Wild Card Sports partner with Your Water. Mm. Your Water, man, is the best grab and go option for staying hydrated. With its modern packaging and refreshing taste, single serve bottles of your purified alkaline water, both of nine plus pH with ionized minerals for thorough hydration, is your life, your choice, your water. I'm clicking through all type of stuff, man. I'm about to pull my phone out and go to the notes on there for real quick, Mike. It's too much clicking on here. Um, okay. But, man, yeah, your water, man. Whenever we get back into the studio, Mike, you're going to bring the shipment in, man. We going to. I'm excited. We popping bottles, man. Your water bottles, man. Make sure you tap in. Black owned, man. We definitely pushing that now. I've always been about it, but I'm going to definitely speak it, speak it, speak it. That's a black owned, black operated, man. Back, I don't I don't want to speak too crazy. It might not be black distributed, but I hope so. But it's definitely right. black owned and black operated. Uh, so we definitely want to support black businesses. And, you know, that's what we're going to do, man. Uh, and now we're going to crank it up, Mike. Hold on. Man. This light is terrible, man. This light is so bright. I gotta figure <laughs> it out. It is so bright. I'm just gonna look away from it because it's like blind. Looks fine on this side, man. Huh? Looks fine on this side. I know, but it, it, I know it looks fine, but I'm looking like right at it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm at the adjust that next week. Blind. All right. So where we at with it? Where we at with it? Where we at? Oh man, I gotta get the juices flowing though first, bro. I yeah. gotta get the juices flowing, bro. Talk to him, man. I got to get the juices flowing, man. It's, it's, it's only right, man. It is only right. Hold on. What you got over there? I got something for y'all, man. I'm patiently waiting. I got, I got something for y'all. Y'all just take it easy, man. Take oh, it easy. Y'all ready for this? I got to get y'all loose, bro. Crank it up, man. We're gonna talk about some basketball, man. Mm. Sports is back officially now. I've been talking, I've been talking, I've been talking, I've been praying it's back. What we got? End of July? NBA. End of July first. NBA, man. We got it coming back. Full effect, man. I'm excited. We got a condensed season. Uh what we what they coming back playing? What? Six, four, six games. Which one is it? I don't know. I think like I don't know. I think each team got to play ten games total. Yeah, or like, yeah ten total. Yeah. The ten total. Yeah, each ten about twelve, something like that. The ten or twelve uh, games between each team. So I'm excited, man. So we got ten or twelve games. 
And we're going to come back and we're going to, where are they going to Orlando? Disney Resorts. Yes. We all ganging up. Well, not we. They all ganging up at Disney Resorts. Braun and the Lakers, we getting, we getting the best hotel. And, you know, I want right. to, hold on, let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. Because I want everybody to know why I got this on today. Okay. I want everybody to know why I got this on. They probably like, can't wear What's up? I thought you was a Laker fan. Let me let y'all know. I'm rooting for y'all. I'm rooting for y'all. Because everybody want to talk about we don't want them. They dangerous. Do what I want right here. Do what I want. Somebody was talking to me today. I put this on a date for y'all. Okay. I've been wearing this all day. It's not a show. This is not a show. This has been on all day. I've been letting the world know all day who I want. Hmm. So with that being said, I want to take a step back and look at. All right. Take a step and look back. Look at. Oh, just, just okay. put him in the background, man. Just put the go, go sit, go to. Oh, <laughs> no! I just like we can't. You can't talk basketball without this man present. So I'm just gonna sit him right there, even though he ain't got nothing to do with these playoffs. We just gonna sit him. Right there. All right, well, go ahead and get it out of the way. You can. I'm gonna let you have the floor for about one minute, and you can tell everybody why Michael Jordan is the goat. You didn't, I understand where you're going with this. Oh man, it, it, it ain't even it ain't even a goal conversation. It's for me, it's I'm ready to see how LeBron responds after the last dance. I think I think that documentary put a lot of heat on his ass, and now he 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 gonna feel the pressure. More pressure than he felt before the documentary came out. Why you think so though? Why you think why you think he got more pressure on him? I think he watched it along with all the other NBA players pretty much confirming, most of them confirming that MJ is the GOAT. And I think he felt some type of, I think he feels some type of way about it. But I think he's he going to put pressure on himself to win this ring. And if he don't win this one, I, I, I think that whole GOAT argument go out the window. I think it bothered him, though. Why, 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 but I don't understand why y'all think it bothers him because I don't think that, documentary told him anything about Mike he didn't know. I'm sure based off of his personal experiences, he's sure he can can assume that he worked extremely hard. It took a different level of dedication and focus to get there. Like I don't think it I don't think it really remind I just think it just if it did anything, I think it just re-energized him and gave him just something to kind of remind him of what he was chasing this whole time. Ain't, ain't no argument. I, I live in Cleveland, so I I've rooted for LeBron. It's just I ain't gonna lie. I'm biased. I'm, I'm die hard MJ. I don't care if he won seven rings. I'm just die hard MJ. I just think I, I just think it's some extra pressure on him this year for whatever reason. And not even just Mike. I think the whole being in LA, you got Kareem, you got Magic, you got Kobe, you got Shaq, you got all these people who you're technically better than, you feel that pressure that you got to win. These people that won four and five rings, I think he putting that pressure on himself. Is that still good? The, the quality good still? We still good? Yeah, you look good. All right, I had to turn the light down. Yeah. That's I'm all. A- I actually root for that man. No no lie. I just think, I think L.A. puts more pressure on him than this whole Jordan conversation. I think – 
yeah, you got people who have won four and five rings and you're technically supposed to be better than all of them. And if you don't win a ring, like what does that do to your legacy? I just I, think he got pressure on I just think the media does a good job of like choosing what is important at what time. And, and I just think like – because Michael Jordan was so great and because he was, he has set a new standard for greatness. And because he never lost in the finals, I think the media sensationalized that so much that now it's, it, I mean, that's, that's super unattainable. And I don't, and I don't think we can base everything off of, you know, the win. And I think that's the only thing that, that separates it. Like the conversation, if you take that out of it, then I think the conversation, you can look at it and really, it's a, it's a push pull. It's really close. It's really close. I think. It is. But, uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I, I just, I got a nitpick. I'll be seeing your remarks on, on Facebook. Oh, man. yeah, I know. Y'all be on my ass, man. I don't be on my ass. <laughs> but enough, MJ. The last dance is over. Yeah. Now we finna get to the now we finna get to the big dance. You feel me? The twenty two team restart, man. I got a little more particulars on y'all, man. Twenty two teams, man. Eight games, man, to wrap up the regular season. And then where y'all, I think where y'all getting the uh potential ten is the play-in game for the eighth. So I like this, too. That's going to have the eighth and the ninth seed going to have a play-in. And then the eighth seed, that's the kicker on the eighth seed, too. The eighth seed, it's like the the, the play-in game is going to be like if the nine seed wins the first game, they got to play again. But if the eighth seed win the first game, then they just they move on to the playoffs. How y'all feel about that? The kind of play, the eight nine scenario in the play in. Y'all think that's? You know what I'm saying? Hmm? I don't care, man. I'm just glad basketball's back. So you don't like, care about I, nothing. I just see more games, man. I, I'm just excited, so it don't matter, man. Just bring on the games. Just bring on the games. Huh? I'm hoping they lose so they can just get more games in, man. Who you, who you got getting the eight nine spot? On the west? It's, yeah, I mean, I don't even. But they got nine teams out here. The rank is, but I think in Portland or uh, – I have to see who's around them. But I have to look myself right now because I don't I'm know who all they – I'm about to look right now. But I think definitely Portland. I'm going with Portland down there. I know Damian feeling some way. He don't know the play or not. So I'm glad they give him the chance. And, uh, you know, I hope they can come through. Like, because – see, you got the shirt on. So, uh, so, in, so in them final spots – so in the final spots, I think we got the Spurs, the Kings, the Pelicans, the Blazers, and the Grizzlies fighting for those last two spots. I think the Grizzlies got the the. Oh, let's go Grizzlies. Go Grizzlies. You say you got Grizzlies. What you th- what yeah. you thinking with is that? I want John. I want John that thing. I don't know why I thought Dallas was on that list. So if, if Dallas, Dallas locked they in, in there, they in there. Yeah, yeah. They, they in locked there. in. So yeah. I'm. I'm I'm rolling with Portland and um, New Orleans. Okay. Okay. I think I, New Orleans gonna make a push, man. All them dudes young, yeah. mixed with a little experience with like JJ Reddick. I think they like playing perfect. Yeah. I wouldn't want to play either one of them in the first round if I'm the Lakers. I think the Lakers for me, if I was, I mean, I think everybody just. Is is enamored by Damian Lillard and the little runs he goes on and in the playoffs. 
unfortunately, we always see him go against uh, Dame time. It ends real quick when he gets he, he starts seeing those good teams. And unfortunately, he'll see a buzzsaw in the first round, and it, it won't be none of this. None of this. No time. No time for you. We sweeping that. Nah, sweeping I don't that. know, man. We sweeping that. Listen, that that is, that is not that is not a series. They first off, they gonna be trying to fit Nurkic and 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 Whiteside and and all and Zach Collins and trying to get them back. They ain't, Nurkic hadn't played in a year, and you gonna try to throw him out there with the Lakers? What? Yeah. Yeah, I'm Lakers telling you, man. Listen, man. This is it's something different at the top of that Western Conference. Even even with the Clippers, even with the Clippers, it's something different you got to deal with at the top of that Western Conference. You're right. Is, you heard they um talking about putting 2K noise in the stadium to you know make it feel like it's players and like fans in there. What? They're trying to put 2K noises in the stadium, make it feel like it's fans in there. You know what I'm saying? What does 2K yes, noise man. sound? Yeah, when you play 2K, man. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, man. You talking? Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what. Ooh, like, you gonna hear? You gonna hear all that, man? I think that's because it's gonna be quiet. I mean, I, I would talk to be there, you know, but that 2K uh, noise might be another thing. You know what I'm saying? I know the topic is to pump noise to, into what, the like, stadium. What do you? What do you, I'm? What do they mean? <laughs> I'm Mike. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? I'm, I'm trying to visualize this. Make paint this picture for me, Mike. All right, you playing basketball? LeBron are facing the Trailblazers. Are you gonna hear is like, you know, you're just gonna hear 2K noises from just the the fans interacting from a missed shot to a made shot, a dunk. Dog, you about uh, to make me put my control. You about to make me turn my 2K on right now. You know what I'm saying? In front or MVP or something like that. Then <laughs> went 38 and 10 and 12. Dog. And the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can be. That would be dope. Some players. So, you telling me they going to be pumping the. So, you telling me Bron going to be at the line with like six seconds to go in the game and they going to turn on. <laughs> Some people screaming, MVP. MVP. Yeah. That would be dope, man. Who idea, you don't hear Who idea was that? I don't know. I just said it, it on That was your thing. idea, wasn't it? They called I, you and said, Mike, what do you think we should do? Hey, you, put 2K noises on there. First and foremost, 2K is an awful game as is. No. We don't need 2K getting any more money <laughs> from that ter- 2K doesn't deserve any more money from this year's version of the game. And I personally don't want to hear. I don't want to look in the stands and see no one and then hear someone screaming, MVP, MVP. <laughs> you, you, you feeling that, Mike? Yes. <laughs> A block shot. I need to hear something, man. Just mic to- everybody up and just, I want to hear all that. Get that shit out of here. Fuck out of here, all that. That shit out of here. You think they should mic the players up? Hell yeah. Well, they, it's going to be like they mic'd up anyway. You realize how quiet it's going to be in there? That's why they putting the sound in there. I'm lit. Hey, you know what's actually going to be lit? What? It's going to be like an AAU vibe in there. Oh, for sure. It's it gonna is. Be, it's going to be AAU vibes in there. 
Ooh. Y'all in trouble. Braun don't Braun get to just watch all the games? He's gonna be like this. You know your machine. He just I think I'm about sli- I'm thinking about sliding to Orlando, man. You're not you're not getting in. I thought about that. You're not getting in. I know. I just want to be able to see, you know, see something. You sound like a groupie. <laughs> just trying to get down there, just trying to see something. I've been basketball so much, man. It's been so long. Just watching on TV. Ooh. You're not gonna get ah. to watch the game in person. Sound like you just down there trying to get a phone number or something. I'm trying to get a contact, man. You never know. I mean, well, you know. I don't actually I don't know. What are you talking about, Mike? I'm saying I'm just trying to get a contact. You don't know. LeBron show, you never know, man. Oh. Speaking of LeBron on the show, I was just watching a video today. I, I think it popped up on Bleach Report where LeBron jumped on his uh, Bronny uh, Xbox and talked to some yeah, kids. Bro went nuts. I would have went nuts too. But hey, man, you get me off topic, man. AU vibes, man. Okay. Everybody going to be able to kind of scout each other. It's going to be, it's going to, oh, whoa. Did it say my, y'all there? Yeah, we're here. Uh, yeah. Uh, just said my internet connection was unstable. Didn't like that. But um, you said what? I know it's a different connection out there in Area 24, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's different out here, man. But AU vibes. Mike, you? Ugh, where we at? Go ahead, man. <laughs> AU vibes. AU ah. vibes. We got a... Uh, I want to walk through kind of kind of this this format and kind of see where obviously y'all didn't pick y'all thinking what you say. Obviously, both consensus Blazers, and we got John Morant for Mike. And who you pick, um, Zach, as the other team? Um, shit, who did I, um, oh, the Pelicans. That was the Pelicans, right? So now we look at the rest of it. Do we do we think the the East is just clear cut Milwaukee? Is that is that? KD not coming back. He's he's confirmed that. Uh, what are the other storylines? KD not coming back. Uh, so I doubt that Kyrie will come back. Um, that's about it going on in the East, man. The Celtics oh, still there, yeah. huh? Philly, Philly, yeah. I think I, I definitely think this break. What do you think that break? This break right here does for Philly. Being got a jump shot. <laughs> what you drinking? What is in that? What's in that? Let me know what you drink. Huh? It's a little wine. What kind of, what is that? Everclear wine? Uh, no, no. You talking crazy. <laughs> you talking crazy. You never know. You never know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so on some, on some real shit though, what do y'all really think that this, like okay, well, on both conferences, what team do you think benefits most from the break? And for the East, I do think it's the Sixers. I think, from my standpoint, I think one, like you said, I think Embiid was banged up, right? He was banged up. Ben Simmons was kind of banged up. I think towards the uh, was he out towards the end? Of that? I think it's been so long. Yeah, he been he was battling something. He was in and out. He wasn't consistently playing games though. I know Embiid was hurt, and this I think that's gonna get him some time. Maybe Ben Simmons have found a jumper. I doubt he shot a jumper during this whole quarantine. Um, but I think they can benefit from it because they were the most banged up team. What you think, Zach? I think Toronto 
could be dangerous. I, I won't say because of the quarantine time, but just that team chemistry, even when Kawhi was off the court last year, they just they, they give you that that college March Madness vibe. Like they, they play together, they link, they can be dangerous. I won't say they'll beat Milwaukee, but I damn sure won't want to play them. Did Canada have a coronavirus? Them boys probably been hooping. Mm-mm. Them boys <laughs> look, Toronto will be in that thing again this year. But Braun, hey, look, Braun ain't Golden State. So the Lakers, we not Golden State. We not letting them off the hook. So, yeah, I'm bringing everything back to L.A., but we're going to talk about the battle of L.A. because that's going to look like that's going to be the one and two seed. That's what, that's what, that's what this Western Conference looks like it's going to come down to. Unless, unless one of y'all can convince anybody that another team got a shot. The Rockets. Okay. Talk to me. I'm willing to actually entertain that. It's been so long since I watched sports. But I'm just coming back like, yeah, my team's going to win. So, right. so I'm, I'm actually getting back into, like, being optimistic about all this stuff. And the Rockets, tell me why you think the Rockets got a shot, though. I feel like we got a, a legitimate shot to beat the Clippers because uh, I just think James Harden and Russell Westbrook coming off this break, they are they, – they excited. And I feel like they going to have enough – Excitement ain't going to win basketball games, though, Mike. I think enough. They're gonna have enough offense. It's gonna be close games. I feel like it's always gonna be close games, and it just take. I feel like it's always James Harden like not answering and not stepping up. But I feel like this year he gonna step up and knock down shots, and he, they can make a run for it. I don't, don't want to put the Rockets out of it completely. I agree from the standpoint because it does it does come down to the Rockets, and that's what. And, and I'm gonna let Zach get in on this in a second. But that's why I think people do get it confused and it's always like they choke. No, they just miss. They go on like bad stretches and they just miss shots at the worst times. Or they'll go on like a 12, a five-minute lapse of no shots made and then it just kind of just turns the whole game around. But to say that he chokes, no. Right. Um. So, I, so I, can, I can ride with the fact that you just are feeling like he just going to get it done this year. It's gonna be something weird going on because all this break is something weird is gonna happen. It's gonna be it's gonna be special. But it's gonna be I don't know, man. It's gonna be different. This starting in July is a different vibe. So you know, people are just I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's gonna be special. Zach, what do you think about the West? How would the West be won? I'm 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 partly with with Mike on the uh, with the Rockets. The only reason I say they won't make it is because trading Clint Capella made no sense to me. I think in the playoffs, you you have to have rebounding. P.J. Tucker being your big man ain't going to work. I, I don't see you rolling up on uh, – what's my, my guy from the Clippers? Uh, Harrell. 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 And, um, shit, A.D., JaVale McGee, <laughs> all these big men. That's why I know the Rockets have no chance, like you say, against the Lakers, because that's just too you're just not gonna be able to overcome, especially if you're not making shots. We getting them things off the glass, and we're gonna yeah. go down there and get five or six shots. So yeah. they don't want to play that game with us. 
That's the only reason. Clint, Clint Capella getting rid of him, that was stupid. I, I, it don't make no sense to me. I think I think the chips got to fall right for the Rockets. Where are they sitting now? Mike, pull the standards up for me. Where were they sitting at? You got them, uh, Zach? Uh, let me see. Because the chips for me, the chips need to fall right for the Rockets. If the Rockets can steer clear of the four and the five seed, mm. if they can steer clear of the four and the five seed, they can get to the Western Conference Finals. Because because you bring up Montrez Harrell, and he on what PJ Tucker six six. I think Montrez might be six seven six eight. He's not much bigger. Um, now they they got Ivaka Zubac. Now they put him in the game. He gonna rebound, but I don't think you are gonna get a lot of minutes out of Zubac with that roster because he just doesn't bring enough to him for the offense. Um, but if, I think if the if the Rockets can avoid the Lakers and stay out of that four and five spot, where they at now? Three, four, what? They they six they right oh, now they would play six. Denver. Okay, as long as they stay out of that, yeah, I think they beat Denver, and then obviously that is that is set them up with a matchup with the Clippers, and, and like you say, it, it could Kawhi gonna have to defend and Kawhi. That's another thing, Kawhi and and, and Paul gonna need to make sure they gonna be healthy because they going and that's that's a series they would have to defend both every night, every night, every Maybe. night. Russ do for you know, he never know. He's going 40, 40, 44, 45, where's 45 your, and 8. Where's your confidence at with the Rockets? We're going to give you a, the confidence. Zero through 100, man. Where's your confidence at? Put a stamp on it. I think any given night, one of those two can go off. So I can give, I'm going 80. 80% confidence in the Rockets in the West, man. Yeah. Put, good, put your stamp on it, Zach. Where's your confidence at with it? I'm, I'm going, I'm going. 70s, man. High 60s, low 70s. Just that rebounding. That's the only thing. Russ and, Russ and Harden will go for 80 a night. But you got to have some offensive rebound. Okay. So let's, 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 you brought up the Nuggets, a team they could potentially play at the 60, so that means they're in the three spot. This team has been on the come up, and everybody's been for the last three to four years. It's been the Nuggets are the upstart team. Is it one? I got two questions. Is it one? Is it time to start holding them? To uh, they're no longer an upstart team. They're no longer this young surprise team. They need to be held to the the good old fashioned playoff standard. That's question number one, and then two. How serious of a threat do you take them in the West? Um, I take them very serious. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a, a big year for uh, Nikola Jokic. Like, either he's going to step into that next role of trying to be a superstar because this is his team. He got a bunch of players that can play. So it's really him to either say, hey, I'm, I'm legit and I can lead it. I can at least win a – they got at least – a series that make them legit. If they not, then it's kind of like y'all still stuck in that mode of just up and coming, or y'all need to you know make some waves because you ain't got that much time. So I think this is a big, a big playoff series, big playoff year for him. You 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 move some pieces. They don't get it done this year. If you if you if you just start looking, you just start looking. Maybe entertaining some offers, but you start you start looking because Jamal Murray and them together for a, a good little minute. And Jamal Murray, he balling, but I mean, he got to step up too. Yeah, because that's his. That's 
basically his that's his team as well because they both been there. So they got Will Barton, they got all those uh, players around, them. they just got to step up and make a play. <clears throat> what you think is that? Sure, I'm with them. I, I take them serious. I think they like to your point. Two things, uh, the X factors. I think Will Barton and uh, shit Jeremy Grant. Yeah, you got them kind of off weird guards in that position. They can kind of play the four, one through four. Honestly, defend one through four. Um, just athletic on any given night. You know, them twelve to thirteen points will come in handy. Uh, hell, Paul Millsap is slow and unathletic as he is. He experienced, so I people tend to ignore him, but shit, he'll put up twenty any right. given night. Yeah. Jamal and Nokish, they gonna do what they do. But hell, if they don't make it, I think they got some crazy trade pieces. You got your Will Barton and Jeremy and Paul Millsap. You could get a a, a Paul George type player mm-hmm. to Utah in the future. Okay, okay. Uh, me, I don't, I don't see them as much of a threat. I don't see them, and it's almost for the exact reason y'all say they are. Y'all like them. It, they have too many X factors for me. When you go into a series and every guy is like a, if he get here, if he do, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ugh. and then you know the playoffs. That's a seven, eight man row, row. You know, it's a seven, eight man rotation. So it's. I gotta got I gotta be able to have seven or eight guys. I know what I'm gonna get out of them every night, and like you say, and especially when your best players is like Jokic, he's one of my favorite. Lord, he is the most skilled big man I've seen since Hakeem the Dream. But this 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 he got a motor like a Ford Fusion man. and and, and he just doesn't always come and. He could be so dominant. I'll see a stat line. They have a triple-double with, like, 19 points. And it's just – that's just – when you that big, that dominant, that – and they run the offense through him. So this is not like your conventional big where he, you know, ah, you know, he he they, they got to give him the ball. Like, the offense flows through him. Like, he gets – he'll bring it up the floor. He gets it at the top of the key. You know, the ball is always in his hands. And it's just – I just want to see – I just want to see – explosive numbers, like really superstar type numbers. Cause he got that type of talent. And I want to see him actually work on his body. <coughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I just don't, yeah, I just don't, I think he just ain't got physical with it enough yet. And I think that I'm just not going, it's not going to bowl well. And I just Me? think when your second best player, in my opinion, is Michael Porter Jr. I think he's too young right now. I think he's their second best player. That kid is, Jamal Murray, cool. I like him. But I think that kid, that's supposed to be their second best player, but he's just too young to to bring that kind of game every night. So I just, it's just too many ifs with that team. So I'm going to start off with my – I'm going to put the stamp on it. I'm going to zero. We stamping them a zero confidence. I have no confidence in them. It's just too many X factors, man. There's no disrespect. I like them all individually. Like you say, like they got a lot of pieces. Like you say, you can piece them guys together, man. You can get – Damn near any trade in the league right, with the right. pieces they got. You know, I like Millsap. I like all them guys for all the reasons you said, but I don't like them in the playoffs for all the reasons y'all said. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a stamp on it, Zach. Where you go? What's your confidence stamp on the, on the nugget? Oh, my, my confidence in them even reaching the Western Conference Finals is a zero. 
Okay. Okay. I okay. just think they're dangerous. I just wouldn't want to play them. Yeah. I'm going 40%. 40%. Yeah. 40%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What we at with it? Let me hold on. Let me check what, my what about the Mavs, man? The Mavs? Okay. I played in the same boat. The Mavs, man. That's a that's the tricky one for me. Okay. Because you got LD to Don over there. And you got this Chris Tapps fella, man, who hadn't played up to his potential yet this season. Right. Man, it's, it's like it's like hell if they if KD and, and, and would have decided to come back. I would have said the same thing. If you get the best out of them two, like the that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a, a really tough tandem for anybody. And I keep going, and I don't even want to sound like a fan outside the Lakers. I just think we got the most, the two best tools in the league: Anthony Davis, LeBron James. I just think we can counter almost anything with them two guys. Where I see like, man, you got Luca and KP. That's like great value of what I'm talking about with LeBron and. and and Anthony Davis, and if you can get them playing on a level like that, they they poised to give any team out there some problems, man. Big time problems. Shout out to my boy S Dot. We got my boy S Dot out there. He out there yeah. shooting the cannon. He got his handles right. He going crazy out there. Uh, they got Delon right, Dorian Finney, and Finney Smith. They got Boban. They got a nice team out there, man. Um, I just think they not deep enough. I mean. As I start naming, I start realizing like, Tim Hardaway, like it's just like, yeah, those guys scare me. But man, at the top, I like them. Mm. I think I, I, they they very dangerous. I, I like that team a lot. What you thinking, Mike? I uh, I feel like they good, but they can't play on no defense for real. I don't know who's gonna stop a superstar when they come in. Cause you know Doncic, he not known to play no defense. Look, you put my boy S. Dot out there, he'll get a stop. <laughs> okay. He, hey, look, my boy <laughs> gives extreme defensive effort. Five players on floor. Rick Carlisle just don't get my boy. He don't. He he just need him to shoot, bro. That's yeah, hey, he just shoot, man. But I mean, just, if he get a stop, that's he get a stop. But that's one out of five players. You know, he, he need the other four to get healthy. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, they in trouble. Defensively in trouble, bro. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting, but I don't know. I like the Rockets more. I feel like I like they are proven to score, so they really going to get that thing up there. Okay. That's fine. What you think is that? Again, stand- I, ain't, I ain't rocking with them. I, I like them, just not enough experience for me. I don't think nobody on that team got playoff experience. Luka... Kristoff, Tim Hardaway. I just, I don't, I don't know, not enough experience yet. Yeah. Tim Hardaway putting it up as soon as he touch it. He ain't even playing in the offense. <laughs> uh, he, he might be, he might be out of that rotation, man. Hey, he one of them guys you got to sit down quick. He missed two or three. I look, if I'm on the floor, I'm oh, come get him. You, you know how I go, my coach. It's night, it's night. Come get him. Yeah, he, he balls he, up. yeah then, then he get the tripping. Then he get everybody blowing by. He all in his head. It's, it's all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you want to speak about downhill, man? I'm gonna turn the tide on you, man. It was it was a downhill week, man, for the NFL, man. You know, as the NBA announces they got momentum to come back, the NFL been on course to come back, man. But it's just the NFL just showed its true colors this week. And uh, when I say downhill, man, some guys went on a downhill spiral, man. We're going to start with my guy, man, Drew Brees, man. Drew, you hurt my feelings. Uh, you hurt you hurt everybody's feelings, man. You got me out here looking for a new team, Drew. That's what I'm talking about, man. Come to the Dirty Birds. Look, Woo! So you need to calm down. You need to calm down. Um. <laughs> You still wait on that announcement, man, that you made on the page. You still wait on that announcement. <laughs> so let me talk about Drew first, bro. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Drew doubled down on me. We gonna we gonna stay light on this. We gonna we gonna stay light on on the particulars, man. But Drew doubled down on some real insensitive comments. I think we didn't talked about him enough. I think we didn't canceled him enough, man. Uh. I just really want to speak, man. I mean, between Drew Brees, uh, you you see Jake Fromm tweets come out. You you know, a couple years prior, you you seen racist tweets from um from Josh Allen, um, from the whole way they handled the Colin Kaepernick thing, and them coming back and now apologizing. It, it it's just this whole thing. Like, when you hear Vic Fangio say things like the NFL is just like America or, or the, the, no, the NFL should – no, the America should mimic himself at like the NFL. I'm like, no, the NFL is – America is just like the NFL. It's a bunch of old white guys who don't get it. Um, And it's just ever so apparent just by listening to kind of the climate of, like, the the this, the NFL and the product it, it produces, man. I I'm gonna lean on on Zach first, man, to kind of speak on how you feel, kind of about some of the things that happened with NFL, from Drew Brees to you know Roger Goodell coming out making a statement saying they mishandled the kneeling. Uh, you know, they, 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 we just gonna take it, man. What you thinking? I got you. So I, I'm like you, being from Mobile. You either a Saints fan or a Cowboys fan. I was a diehard Saints fan, so I'm I'm, I'm repping Drew Brees hard. Uh, just like Drew, just like uh, Goodell, I think apologies only came out because you were you were caught with your hand in the cookie jar. I, I don't think I really don't think it was sincere. Um, then, kind of on a from a different perspective, it's kind of like. You, you got different classes of people. You, you, you got poor, you got your middle class, you got your rich class. It's kind of like, so I, I've taken the time to look at it as, can, can I be mad for someone in the rich class to be ignorant about what goes on in the lower class or poor class? And if I truthfully answer that, it's like, I, I'm not mad at you for being ignorant because you've never had to endure what, this other group of class has gone through, but for you to see what they go through and basically ignore it, that was the part that got me the most. I'm like, 
like this is dead in your your face. Your teammates called it out. Michael Thomas has been one of the biggest advocates for it. I'm like, you, you, you're seeing it, and you make that comment. And now that you basically got trashed, not just us, everybody came at Drew Brees, everybody. called him out. Shannon Sharp probably hurt his feelings the most. And now you call the Shannon Sharp apologizing. It's like you, right. you're doing Right, because yeah, that, the that, minute, that's I, the minute I saw that, like, and, and and for me, like you said, it's like they only apologizing because of how it's gonna affect them, the bottom line, and, and you starting to see everything about them is the bottom line, and like you say, um, calling Shannon Sharp, like I, the minute I saw it, I'm like, yeah, he he, that's that he got a great publicist, who better to reach out to. To get to get the to, to stamp you, stamp your apology, because like you say, they know how the media can 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 persuade people. So if I can get Shannon to lean up, get him to talk about it on his show, that's gonna permeate throughout. Woo woo woo. No, I'm, I, it's time for people to be accountable for how they really feel, where they really stand, and and, and where they minds at, and and. Because it, the, the statements that the, the these guys are making are showing where their minds at. It's showing, and, and might go here before I get onto my before I get onto my my activist shit, man. I don't want to do that right no, now. He just messed up big time, man. Uh, Matt Ryan would never do that. Uh, you know, <laughs> mistake. I don't know. Is this a big mistake? Been on TV, you. It's too big not to know. It's quarantine. Look, I do not say that. You know what I'm saying? So, look at this picture he put in the chat, man. Look at the picture he just sent. Oh my gosh, I hate that. Uh, yeah, 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 y'all pull that. Yeah, man, man, a character, man. You know, he, money, hey, the quarterback like that. You know what I'm saying? Come to Atlanta. He over the black community. Yeah, he, he want he want everybody to be good, man. But I don't know. Drew Brees is he a lost cause, man. He canceled. He canceled. So it canceled. Now, now, so there's no way for him to save save face. Well, I mean, it's just not coming back. Like every time you look at Jabir, he may accept it, but it's just like, you know, he's like, ah, it's like a bad taste in your mouth. He's like, I still remember you messed up, and uh, you know, it's hard to come back from that, especially nowadays. Everybody getting canceled and things getting really removed, and it's just kind of hard to come back from that and not think about it. So, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let my feelings on that one wait. We got we, we we gonna get into some real talk later. Dabo okay. Swinney, man, Dabo, he got a lot going on, man. So first, you know, a story come out of a of a um coach, assistant coach. Let me get his name right. Let me get his name right. I want to get his name right, Mike, because I think people deserve credit for what they do. Okay. I like that. I got to make sure. All right. So, Dabo Swinney. First thing, Danny Pierman. Pierman. Pierman, whatever his name is. Um... 
I'm just gonna keep it real. Here's here's what I what happened. You know how you know players use the N word amongst one another, and obviously the assistant coach intervened and repeated the word. You know, he wasn't calling the player the N word, but he repeated the word. It became an issue. They say Dabo heard it, and he kind of just kind of said, you know, I guess did whatever he did to handle that behind the scenes but never really did anything about it. So that's one layer of it. Um, The second layer is a picture of him wearing a Football Matters T-shirt right after um, all the protests, you know, right in the midst of all this. It's a bad look. And then, oh, and then to top it off, you know, when Deshaun Watson and the likes of DeAndre Hopkins come out in state, you know, they kind of, Felt, you know, the racism at the school, and that's kind of why they don't speak highly of the school. And then you do your further research and realize that the school was kind of built on a on a slave plantation type thing. You know, it's just it's all bad signs in Clemson, man. So my first my first thing I want to say is, is white people, y'all gotta understand. You don't get to say the word repeated reprimand, dictate, tell a black person how to and when they can use that word. It's like, it baffles me to watch like coaches, and I've seen this. I've had white coaches that tell us like, don't use the word. Like, I just never understood like how one white people think they can repeat it. And then police how it's used. Um, that's one of my thought processes. From the other thought process, um, I think you got to discipline the coach a little harder than that for for something like that. I don't, and I just think it comes from like a, a lack of, like you say, understanding and insensitivity. Because uh, I don't think they understand the impact of that word, like even repeating it. Like, they don't, like, because I'm sure, like, if it was some other plight and maybe it was a a homophobic slur, we'd be talking about this totally different. I think, like, we're, is it just because racism has gone on so long, we've been trained to just, that's okay, too? Like, we just got, you know, it's just, it's a slippery slope with this, and I think it's just, again, what y'all think about it? I don't want to get there with it because I, I get going. Um, I get both sides. I mean, some people don't want to, it, it may make them feel uncomfortable because it's not just you on the team. So it's a team aspect. If if you don't feel like that word should be said and it's your team, I mean, it just shouldn't be said. Like I want, if somebody feels uncomfortable because I'm saying that word and I, I mean, it's just a word and I'm just saying, I'm saying that word and they feel uncomfortable. I should, I should just, you know. Let me ask you this. Why would the N word offend or make whites uncomfortable? I don't know. Everybody's different. I mean, Everybody's different. really ask yourself, why would that word make them uncomfortable? And I'm saying, I don't know. I'm saying everybody's different. I think it's just because they don't want to face what maybe they've done. Is that, right. You know, it's kind of, you know, we don't want to hear this terrible word that we came up 
for you guys? Is that it? That could be, but uh, like I said, it's a different situation every time. And as far as discipline somebody, I get the discipline, but it's not like a rule book. So it's, it's always, a, it's always a, a sensitive subject. So to handle it properly is always different. So, I mean, you can discipline somebody, but it, at that moment, you just it's kind of hard to like, okay, you need to do this because he did that or he did this. Or and maybe he's just trying to defuse the situation the best way he could. Maybe this didn't work out. So, I mean, it's no protocol to that. So it's, it's always a it's touchy subject when it comes to that type of stuff. Mm. Is that? Yeah, I'll go on on a rant with this one. So, like you said, Mike, it's it's, it's super touchy, but coaches, I mean, hell, even if you look at your your top-tier college football teams, you can really look at any sport, to be honest, where blacks are the majority. To me, it has always looked like a representation of what slavery used to be. You got master, mm-hmm. and you got all these slaves who pretty much in the field, making crops, making you money. Working. And you treat the one who picked the most cotton, who threw the most touchdowns, you treat him like the like the like the house slave. Like it but you still a slave at the end of the day. So to me, a double swing ain't no different than what Nick Saban probably says under his breath. What uh, no LSU coach cool? I would fuck with him, but uh, like any other like typical white coach, I think that's their mindset anyway. These little n words make me money. Like at the end of the day, that that's pretty much what it is. Which leads me to why we should go to HBCUs, but that's a whole other topic. That's the right. that's the next topic. That is the topic. I'm glad you here. Let's talk about it, man. Mikey Williams. I mean the 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 proposal has always been there. The proposal has always been there. Um, but I think now more than ever, I think people are starting to like hone in on this. What if top black athletes? Attended HBCUs. I ain't gonna say nothing. Mike, talk to me. That's gonna be real tough. Um, like I was just Carmelo. He said it's gonna take that one. It is gonna take that one, and it's just gonna. It's, it may happen. It's gonna be real tough, especially nowadays. People, um, a lot of athletes, they're trying to make money now. So like, they are going to G leagues, um, overseas. If they do go to school, HBCU would be dope. I just don't know if it's going to actually happen. Mikey Williams, I mean, he just said it. I mean, I seen Stephen A. said, if you need help reaching out, like, to help him. But I really don't – I don't think he really going to go that day. I mean, he, I feel like he just talking. And I feel like this, these top schools, they already, like, you know, instituted, already getting the publicity, all that stuff. So I, I don't see no reason to change it. I mean, you're only going to be there for a year. So – that's how I feel. What you think? Is that? So I'm I, I think it goes so we we kind of always think that the first step is that the student athlete chooses to go to an HBCU. But I think it's a step even before that. Bingo. I don't even 
I, I don't even think that take LeBron James in high school. It's like I think HBCUs look at certain athletes and don't even try to recruit them because they know they don't stand a chance. I highly doubt if what's the closest one in Ohio? Wilberforce University is a HBCU here in Ohio. I highly doubt they went to go recruit LeBron James. So I think step one for us has to be, all right, schools, actually go recruit these kids and go talk to them. Like y'all got, it's fair game in the beginning, whether it's a letter in the mail, whether it's a campus visit, you got to put forth the effort to let this student know that, hey, we exist and we're interested in you. Um, Now where I think it's just an unlevel playing field is the perks. I, I don't know how HBCUs compete with the illegal perks that PWIs offer. Okay. Um, I don't know if that looks like maybe we give a full academic scholarship mixed with a partial uh, sports scholarship and, and maybe uh, book vouchers, like something that could equate the two extra money versus us saying, here goes a check. We just don't have the funds, I don't believe, to do that. Um, Long story right. short, find a way to give them a refund check. <laughs> right. I don't know the way to do it. I don't, well, look, I don't think they make refund checks the size they, they going to want. Um, but, but I actually am probably one of those people who think this is the best idea ever. I think it's actually not as hard as people think. So here's the I'll break it uh I'll bring it back to like I think it's a lot easier for basketball obviously like than than football. I think any other sport but football. Um because football is kind of just like the ultimate team sport so just one person's not going to shift something quickly but so that would take a little time but I think basketball could be the catalyst for it. Um one, as you said about the media, Mike, and I speak to that one, media going to follow the kids. Media going to follow the kids. Zion Williamson would have went to Tuskegee. All the cameras are in Tuskegee last year. Every every last one of them. You got to realize that when he was in high school, every camera was in Spartanburg Day. Right? They been back since? Nope. Right. The camera's going to come with the stars there. So I don't think – I think I – think, the minute they start, if they one person comes, it starts to shift the attention. So if he's the number one guy, a top 20 guy, and just off the intrigue of people going to want to see this fail, the camera's going to be there for that. People going to want to see this go great. The camera's going to be there for that. And this kid is still awesome, so the camera's going to be there for that. Um, I think also we don't value the, like you said, one, we're not reaching out to the guys, so we're not even reaching out to two stars, three stars probably at most HBCUs, you know, four stars. So then you get a Zion, just like we'll go back and look at LSU and Ben Simmons. You know, Antonio Blankley was a, was a McDonald's All-American in that class that ended up coming with Ben Simmons, you know. So you got to remember, we may not get another All-American, but say you get a, a top 15 guy and then say one of his homies just from, you know, back, you know, in, back in their side of town, he a four-star. He just come down too. You didn't just yeah. took your, your, your program and just within that year, you know about basketball, y'all can y'all can compete probably with some with some most D one schools with them two guys. You know what I'm saying? 
So I think that automatically, once you start doing that, that the, the power starts to shift right there. And then you you give it a couple years, you'll you'll be able to one afford the facilities, upgrading the facilities, your your enrollments will double, I, I would like to say, or, or it, they would increase dramatically. Like, you know, Tuskegee was netting about three thousand a year. You get a guy like Zion and then you start to to set the standard and you could these are the type of people that's gonna come here. People come to schools like shit. Most people go to Auburn because they're fans of their football team, right? And they just, yep. or they're a fan of their athletics, and they just end up coming there. They, you know, that's kind of how it all starts. And as we see, once the like the shift in school almost went to athletics, funding these schools almost. You know what I'm saying? So that just shifts everything, man. You get more students now, you get more sports. So now you open the doors for now. We got a gymnastic program, Simone Biles. You know, just the, the likes of that. You know what I'm saying? So now you 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 getting all the black excellence then. And see, that's so easy for Gabby Douglas to come to or Simone Biles to come to a HBCU and do gymnastics. You know what I'm saying? That That's nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then once you – I just feel like one or two guys can be the catalyst for an entire movement. I think it's just a lot bigger. And then if you look at it from a scale of just – like most of these HBCUs are in predominantly black neighborhoods. So that pumps now more when if the camera's coming. That means, you know, you got to build a hotel. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, your your infrastructure, your city go crazy. I mean, it's just, you. I just look at how much this can help and just a few a few students can start a wave. And, and to speak to what you were saying is that it started, I think it started also we putting a lot of pressure on these athletes. One, you say, like, we need to go out there and and and, and make that jump and recruit these guys. And also, I don't think we for, we forget these kids, these guys are kids, so they have parents. And I think with, with, with some good, woke, progressive parents, I think you'll, you'll get some, maybe not five-star, but some, some good quality talent. And, and, it, and that'll, that'll, I think that'll work to shift the culture overnight, man. I really do, especially with basketball, even baseball, and, and sports where, where – individuals can impact the game a lot more, it'll just bring validity to it too. So you got basketball and you got two stars out there and they actually out there competing with D1 schools and you putting these guys on the roster and going to show them like, yeah, we can compete too. You know, because the bottom line going to be winning and losing. And if you got Zion, you got a chance to go out there and win and lose. Every, I mean, win every night. You know, so I, that's this the one thing that, that – I think America has is, is non-debatable. It's winning and losing, and, and America normally gravitates towards the winner when it comes to sports. So I think that's just the one place where we can assert ourselves first and foremost, and not wait for reform, not wait for somebody. You know, we can lead the charge. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm a firm believer in it. All this other shit, we got to wait on. What we, with everybody trying to rally behind Joe Biden and, and pushing him to, you know, do the right thing by blacks, man. That's that's waiting. This some shit we can we can take into our own hands because we already know the deal. You look at the TV, man. You, I, I ain't I ain't said it out my own mouth. The TV show it, man. You looking at seventy five percent black and and eight, most of the sports, you know. Message. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I did see Josh. I think it's Josh Christopher. He, now he's at uh, I think he's at this the Sun Devils. 
but I know he did work out for Hampton. Now was HBCU, so I know he worked out for him. He ended up picking on, I think, the Sun Devils. Yeah, I think I saw a kid who transferred to Alabama State. Made a bad choice there. And then, and then another thing. Hold on, bro. They got Mo Williams as a coach now. Oh, yeah, that's what I did see. Mo Williams is the coach out there. And um, what I – we got the money to pay these guys. If Arizona I, gave DeAndre Aiden 200K, I'm t- I guarantee you Tuskegee got 200K. We may not have the facilities, and the, 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 the first kids that do this, and they may need to start at, like, Howard or somewhere. Yeah. But um, the kids going to bite bullets and take a little, like – it's only like you're really only going for six months, guys. You're going for six months. Um, and I, as long as you're not expecting to go up there and have Starbucks like you're on the Auburn campus and stuff like that, I think it'll be fine. I think the experience will be fine. I think everything else will be fine. I just need the facilities to be a little behind. But shit, I'm sure if I'm sure if we get a number one recruit, he can stay in the president's house if we, if we need to. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, you love. You know what I mean? Um, Mike, what's going on in, in, in culture, though, man? I don't know. Anything new? Man, nothing really new, man. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw uh, McGregor. He just retired. McGregor retired. Eh. He's retiring, man. He'll be back. Yeah, I think he'll be back. A- anything y'all, else? What about this Mike Tyson coming back, man? Eh, I'll see. <laughs> look, it's like, eh. Is that any, anything Let's see. Let me just look and see if I missed any notifications uh, today. Not really. So, much. Something we were on topic with. There was another HBCU um, transfer old boy from uh, Florida State, Francois. I think he went to Hampton or Howard. Oh, he, oh, he, I thought he had ran out of eligibility. De- he's about uh, DeAndre Francois, right? Quarterback? Yeah, I, I, okay. I thought he signed with an HBCU. He might have. I'm just saying it because I know he's been hurt like every year, seem like. So he might have got like 20 medical red shirts. He should have some, a little <laughs> eligibility out there. Okay, shout out to DeAndre Francois. Um, I'm not sure if that move is a – is a, he did that on his own and he was like Crowelled over there. Is it, you know what I'm saying? Um, Stop. Oh, Mike, uh – Jason Whitlock got fired. They looking for a replacement. Guy just like you. They need somebody to hate on black quarterbacks, man, to replace Jason Whitlock. You the guy. Uh, I don't hate on him, man. I just say, you know, it's just tough out here, man. Lamar, I hope Lamar had working on his own. I see him out there throwing deep balls to Antonio Brown, but I didn't even throw him between the hatches. Uh, uh-huh. We going to see, man. I'm Shout out. Oh, so what? So I'm just excited for these Falcons, man. I don't know if you know Todd Gurley. He passed his physical today or yesterday. Cute. Cute. And then, uh, okay. Matt Ryan said uh, our tight end Hurst is like the best tight end he ever seen. Okay. Okay. Just wait. Okay. Well, uh, the George Floyd funeral was today. Um, oof. My grandma told me uh, I was I was out and about, so I didn't get a chance to watch. She said it was really long. Really long. Uh, she said she was a lot of speakers. She was rather impressed with Al Sharpton. That's a new one, Grandma. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I was like Al Sharpton. I didn't know you was a fan of him. All right, okay. Yeah, I, got, I got into some deep political talk. Well, oh Lord, 
Gotta go back and watch that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, we, the time has come, man. We are, we are hour strong, Mike. Right, that was good. Another like episode. That. You like that? You like that, Zach? I did, man. I I just end with with being in Cleveland. I I think we have we, we're a quarterback short of a Super Bowl team. I think we 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 arguably have the best receiving duo possible. I think we arguably have the best running back duo possible, and a super solid defense. I just don't trust Baker Mayfield. If you give me a quarterback, I think Cleveland is on the up and up. I like I like Cleveland, you know. I like my all my my LSU boys out there, man. I like the helmet man, Miles Garrett. He a fool with it. Matt Wilson from Bama. Um, who else? I mean, I used to like Baker Mayfield, man, but I'm just watching him on the field. He just doesn't get it done. Yeah. We gonna he got one more year, man. We gonna see if it's Freddie Kitchens or it's him. Freddie gone. Oh. We gonna see. Yeah, yeah, gonna see. Starting to slowly come on down. We're gonna see. Um, Can I ask one more question? Absolutely. I don't know if y'all do fantasy, but who is your your number one fantasy pick? Man, I don't even listen. I got. I, I told myself I got till uh, what's today? I mean, top of July, brother. Like really, get back to studying my craft, bro. I haven't <laughs> thought about. I don't even know. <laughs> I actually haven't even transported my – I haven't even had my trophy transported to Area 24 yet. Dang, that's not good, man. Yeah, man. I I just been – listen, man. I've been – we've been busy. And just getting one episode done a week is so hard right now because I'm so busy. I'm so tired up. Area 24 coming, though, man. Right. Um, but if, if I, I had – yeah, go ahead, Mike. You can pick one, I think. First pick, man. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. Nah, I, I, I'm a firm believer in lightning ain't going to strike twice, man. It don't strike like that twice, man. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I'm going Christian McCaffrey, man. I don't, I don't see him getting any injuries. And uh, I'm making sure, you know, I just think he's going to get the ball, man. It's, it's, it's his offense. He's going to touch that thing. What you thinking? I think. This is a <laughs> me and deep thought no. over there. Cause I, I, I don't want to really... go quarterback. Can't go quarterback. Of course not go quarterback. You it's know, I know who I'm going with, bro. It's my receiver running back, and I'm going with running back because it's easier to get the ball. Listen here, man. I'm this is who I'm going with. Saquon Barkley. I'm going back with him number one this year. And let me okay. tell you why. One, I don't believe lightning ever strike twice. David Johnson taught me that because ever since I tried to double back on David Johnson, man, yeah, I've, never, yeah, seen, you right I've never seen anybody replicate a monster season again. See, Matt, see, one, I wouldn't take him number one because y'all going to expect him to go crazy like he did this year. And he going to be a letdown from the perspective. He's not going to even – he could still be the number one running back, and it still might not be like he did last year. Kind of like James Conner. Yeah. And then, too, man, it's just that production, man. And them hits going to catch up, man. That man, he, he might he played like 99% of the snaps, man. That's going to catch up. I watch Saquon Barkley, man. If that team is any better this year, man, he going to actually get some better blocking. And he don't have to just break 175-yard running game. 
They use him for everything. Saquon Barkley is the guy. I'm going with number one. Book it. No, don't book okay. it yet. Don't book it yet. I, I come with my official shit in July. I don't want to book it yet. No, sir. I mean, X Factor. X Factor. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is the X Factor player. He going to be sitting out there late, late. No, 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 no. I am absolutely wrong. Get out of fan mode. It's Kyler Murray. That is going to be the X Factor this year. That is going to be the Lamar of this year. Lamar went, uh, Lamar won a lot of people some drafts last year, leagues last year because he went so late. Mm-hmm. He went eighth, ninth round. Ended up just he produced like a running back, at quarterback. Uh, Kyler Murray, I think, is on the, on the, on the, on the next tip to have a, a breakout season. So I say Kyler Murray is the X factor. Number one pick is gonna be, and you know I'm gonna get Stakewan Barkley. I'm gonna give you another one, Zach, since I'm here with it. Number one receiver. Michael Thomas. Well, I knew book it. Book it. He that's got some apologies to make, man. That's, that's the his one way I'm booking. apologizing. Book. book. Oh, no. He was. Look, it didn't matter if J. Bo come out there. We 175 targets. Let's get it. Y'all know what time it is. Uh, What you got for X Factor in your first pick? My, my first pick, I, I stay loyal. Saquon Barkley won me my championship in week 16 last year. Went hell with cheese, boy. <laughs> that man, went, he went crazy. I think he put up like 56 points for me. And he squeaked back um, in the fourth quarter. He went nuts. I won the same, I won the same way. I Saquon went crazy. Ah. I, I can say I don't think I will be able to pick my top three from last year. My top three was Saquon. Derrick Henry and George Kittle. I don't know how they even make it to the first three rounds. So I've I've given up on trying to get them three back. But my X factor, oh, man, it was Josh Allen. I like Mm -hmm. that. That Bills quarterback, he he real sneaky with the rush yards. Yeah, running back, he getting all the goal line. Hopefully Devin Singletary can step up this year and take some of them, them goal line carries away from him. Zach, we got to get you into the – matter of fact, matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and announce it here because I'm joining this year. Who was, the, who was the champ last year? Streeter? Dominique Streeter, I'm coming to get my title. I didn't let y'all come in my league. Did I put together – we put the league together, Mike, and we ain't even win it? I let two of you – I let two of these suckers in the league, two of y'all. I didn't jump in because I knew they would think I was winning. If I win it, I would collude. That I was colluding. But this year I'm coming to get what's my wild card fantasy football, man. We're going 14 teams this year, man. We're going up from 12 to 14. It's going crazy. Get your pen and paper out, man. And we we, we going crazy, man. The, what was the cat? I don't even remember what the prize was last year, but I feel like we I, I just want to double the stakes. I'm just gonna just I'm just finna ruffle a lot of feathers. I'm finna just after this, I might make a post and just tell everybody they suck. You sorry. Everything. <laughs> I am, look. I gotta. I gotta do all type of stuff to psych myself to get myself back, like immersed in sports. You know, it's been so long. Okay, MJ. <laughs> yeah, I gotta start just fake shit and like just fake. Well, um, my ex factor is gonna be Todd Gurley. I feel like you, you just know, wanted he to get play. that out there, bro. I hope this. I hope this year you draft better. I hope you draft with bye weeks in mind this year, and I hope you don't draft as a fan this year because I, I literally looked at his. Um, <laughs> 
Zach, I'm telling you, bro. I looked at his roster, bro. He was week five. He was five and zero, dog. I said, Mike. I said, Mike. You finna go zero and five, and I explained to him every week why he was gonna lose, and every week he lost that exact same way. Five and five, missed the playoffs. At the top, I'm telling you, man. And, and look, I'm, I like the George Kittle talk, Zach. You need to, you need to stay out my draft board because I think you stole my draft because it went missing. My draft board went missing last year. You got all my guys because Kittle. See, I learned my mistake. Kittle third round, he was gone on every. If I was in the league with you, George Kittle third round, he was gone. You know what I'm saying? So look, man, I ain't giving out too many because see, I'm a, the content coming, man. I'm on, we we got a lot of stuff coming. I ain't giving y'all all my goods. I'm a champ. I'm back on top. I'm coming. I'm coming to a league near you. Hey man, hey, I, listen, man. But before I get out of here, I gotta tell everybody where they can find us at. All right. Make sure if you've been listening this whole time on your favorite podcast streaming platform, you go on YouTube. Press the goddamn button. On Wildcard TV, man. Roll to one K, man. We need to get there, man. Wildcard TV, Wildcard Sports on all social media, man. And let them know where they can find y'all at before we get out of here, man. I'm going to let you know where you can find me at Cam Will Made It Everywhere. Try Killer Cam on Xbox, man. Come get it on the war zone. Mike, talk to him. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at underscore W Red. That's also for Twitter, man. Y'all follow me on uh, Xbox as well if y'all want these uh, these uh, dimes I dropped on 2K and on my part. That's at uh, W Reddit. So uh, I'm signing out. And the great Zach in the off, dog. Gotcha, man. You can find me on Instagram. Don't laugh at the name. It's it's fraternity related, but it's 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 Kudabang nineteen K U D A B A N G nineteen. I always want to ask you what the hell that meant. And it's 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 something you only want to know right I, now. Tuskegee yeah. related, though. Okay, okay. I just I just like where did it come from? But now we know it's Greek. That's cool. Yeah, a couple things come through the East Commons. Uh, PS4, Cooter 19, anybody wanted a Madden 2K, I'll have me. And Facebook, Zachary Lucas. Y'all already know, man. Wildcard Sports, the Has Been's podcast, episode 42. We out. Yeah.